On Shabbos, we read about the completion of the Mishkan. So who was the chief architect of the Mishkan building project? The Torah says it was a 13-year-old boy by the name of Betzal. Who was Betzal? We've never heard of him before. But Hashem tells Moshe, Re'eh Karasi B'Shem Betzal Ben Uri Ben Chur. I have called upon Betzal, the son of Uri, the son of Chur, to do this task. And I have imbued him with godly spirit, with wisdom, with insight, and with knowledge, and with the talent of all types of craftsmanship. We find an anomaly in the way the Pasik introduces Betzal. Usually when the Torah introduces a person by name, it mentions the person's name and his father's name, Yeshua ben Nun, Nachshim ben Aminadav, etc., However, here with Betzal, his lineage is traced all the way back to his grandfather, Chor, Betzal ben Uri ben Chor. Why did the Torah make an exception over here? So who was Chor? Chor was the son of Miriam. He was the nephew of Moshe and Aharon. Besides having great yichus, he was most famous for standing up against the mob. When Moshe ascended to the heavens for 40 days, there was a group of people who desired to build an eagle to replace Moshe, their missing leader. Chor objected and he openly opposed the idea. He took on the masses. Tragically, he paid the ultimate price. Chor was murdered by the mob. Why did Chor do it? Chor knew he was vastly outnumbered. He was fighting a battle he could not win. It was an insurmountable task, but he wanted to do the right thing. Where did he learn this midah from? None other than from his mother Miriam and his grandmother Yochevet. The Gemara says in Sechte when Pari issued the decree to throw all the male children into the Nile, Amram decided to divorce his wife. He said, Leshav Anu Amelin. This is an effort in futility. Why should we bring babies into the world to be thrown into the Nile? So he divorced his wife. The Gemara says that Amram was the god Lahadar and everybody followed suit and divorced their wives as well. Six-year-old Miriam confronted her father. She said, Abba, your decree is even more harsh than Paris. Paris' decree was only regarding the boys. Your decree includes the girls as well. Your decree is preventing any children from ever being conceived. Which father actually listens to their six-year-old daughter? So why did Miriam even make that statement? And the answer is because Miriam felt that that was the right thing to do. She rationalized, I will do mine. Whether I'm able to convince him or not, that's not my business. The Gemara Brachas uses the expression, Don't get involved in Hashem's business. When Cheskiyoh HaMelech fell critically ill, Yeshaya Hanavi visited him and told him, The reason for your sickness is because it's a punishment for your refusal to have children. Cheskiyoh tells him, I see Benavua that I'm destined to bear a child that is a Russia, and that's why I hesitated to have children. Yishai Navi told him, You have a mitzvah to have children. Let God worry about the rest. Miriam felt that her father should not be playing God. You and all the people of generation should be married and bringing children into the world. Pare has a decree. There's a saying, This is my business, your business, and God's business. Conception, that's God's business. Miriam said, you do what's right and leave the rest up to Hashem. Yechevet, Miriam's mother, as the chief midwife of Mitzrayim, also defied Paris' decrees and brought Jewish life into the world. So just like his mother and grandmother, Chor lived his life striving to do the right thing. He stood up to those who rebelled and created the eagle. 
even if it meant going against the consensus opinion, even if it meant putting his life in jeopardy. The Mishkan, as we know, atoned for the sin of the eagle. Hashem said, Chur, I will not forget your sacrifice. I will pay you back handsomely. When the Eden will build the Mishkan, it will be built through your grandson Betzal. And when I introduce him in the Torah, I will mention your name, Betzal ben Uri ben Chur. So for all eternity, everyone will remember your Messiris Nefesh, standing up for Koit Shemayim, standing up for what's right. There's a story told about a popular Jewish singer that was hired to sing by a wedding. He shows up to the wedding and starts setting up his equipment. He sees the caterers setting up the tables, but there's no mechitza. There was no divider between the men's section and the women's section. He approaches the mechutten and the mechutten tells him there will be mixed seating by the wedding. And he says, I'm sorry, but I don't sing only of this separate seating. But the mechutten insisted. He said, we hired you and nowhere in the contract does it say that there must be a mechitza. He says, it didn't dawn on me that there would be mixed seating by a Jewish wedding. He saw that he's adamant about not having a mechitza. So he tells the mechutten, if you set up a mechitza, I will sing for free. But that didn't persuade him either. So he gives him an ultimatum. Set up a mechitza or I'm leaving. He says, if you leave, I'll sue you for breach of contract. And he says, sue me and he leaves. Four weeks later, he gets a letter in the mail. He's being sued for $10,000. He decided not to challenge the lawsuit. He rationalized, if I put up a fight, they will probably try to soil my name and the negative press will hurt my career. So he writes out a check for $10,000 and mails it to them. A year later, he gets a call from the young couple who got married that night. We want you to sing by our son's Pidyana Ben. He tells the young couple, you know I don't sing at mixed events. And they say, there will be a mechitza. They tell him, We were so inspired by the stand you took at our wedding, standing up for your principles, that we decided to become more religious. And this will be the first simcha in our family, which will have a mechitza. He shows up to the Pidyan Aben and the couple approaches him. Thank you for coming and enhancing our simcha. And they hand him a check for $20,000. $10,000 to cover the lawsuit, and we want to pay you $10,000 for tonight's event. This is the lesson we learn from Chor. When someone stands up for what's right, when someone has Messias Nefesh for Koit Shemayim, they never lose out. And now we know. Have a wonderful day.